Well, I've been traveling with the family, as is apparent by the scenery here. But we decided to do some traveling for the holidays and for New Year's. And uh, get away from Salt Lake. It can be a little gloomy and cold and the air gets really bad. So we decided to go a little further south to celebrate and take some time. And I've been reflecting a lot on the work that I've been doing on TylerBoyer.com and different uh, ideas and challenges I've been putting forth and you know I've, I've taken on people even in chats and online forums and online discourse which can be a good good place depending on the forum to bounce ideas off of people with a lot of the different edicts and the group think and the the rule of crowdocracy as I call it. And you know, only really further confirming that regardless of the label, usually especially if there is a label, an ism, a hyphenated, pluralized way of operating in the world or a philosophy such as anarcho-capitalism or libertarianism or voluntarism or the nonviolent communication people. Um, it seems like all the arguments that I've put forward are really just, they just are answered with fog and drifting away from the real issues and, oh well, you know, that might be true, but for me, you know, the typical thing that people do, well for me it's been this way and they justify things and the different philosophies that I've challenged and say, well what about these results? And it's similar to when you're kind of first challenging like what, what would be called like a statist on taxation or something like that, right? And they, they jump quickly to like, what about the social things that you use? What about the roads? What about the school system? What about libraries? What about the police? How do we fund all these things? How do we organize society? Right? And then they'll say, well, for me, you know, I fell ill once and the welfare system helped me out. And, or, Mike, I went to public school and I turned out to be just fine. My kids are in public school or, you know, I decided to vaccinate and we vaccinated slowly. So for me, you know, it's not that... A lot of the time I see people doing this sort of argument where they'll provide some examples of how the system that's being challenged is beneficial in some way and therefore justifying the overall moral or underlying philosophies of whatever it is, socialism, democracy, voluntarism, libertarianism, anarcho-capitalism. So, that's not a, a real good, strong argument. I mean, 
to refute something, you have to dismantle it more to the underlying presuppositions of the argument, and we'll see that in something like anarchy, that the underlying presuppositions, from my point of view, from what I understand, don't make sense. And it seems like it makes a lot of sense for the people that follow those things or that call themselves some anarchists or something like that, right? Because they're wanting, really, they're wanting to find that set of things that they can follow. And there is a set of things in something like anarchism, whether it's anarcho-capitalism or anarcho-communism, or another flavor, anarcho-primitivism, or classical libertarianism versus uh, more modern uh, libertarianism, Mises or something like that. Uh, you know, there, there are sets of things that you have to accept, such as like the non-aggression principle. And the fact that, you know, you'd have to find the axiom that non-aggression is based on and drill down into the actual fundamental axiom of why is there a principle of non-aggression? Why is it a principle? Is it a moral principle based on an axiomatic self-evident truth? Or is it just creating what you'd like the universe to be in a set of rigid, box-like structure which contains things that make it easier to accept veganism or something like that? Extending the non-aggression principle to animals. I just asking the question, I mean, what is the underlying fundamental axiom that it's based on and how does it that animals could hunt each other, kill each other, uh, eat each other. But oh, for higher consciousness beings, there's, uh, you know, the non-aggression principle and we can perceive that. Well, I'm just asking what, where does that, how did you set that divide? Who, who set that line? What, what line is there and where can I find that? that there's a level of consciousness that suddenly has to, not has to, but would live in better harmony with the animal kingdom if we were a vegan. Why isn't it the same for plants? Why? I mean, it's a simple question, right? I'm just, and you could say, well, plants aren't conscious, conscious and animals are. Well, they're sentient. You know, and who sets these rules, or where do these rules come from? If you use the way of looking at the universe as a scientific method of just using self-evident truth, something that can be observed uh, in nature and basically counted on, uh, being more persistent, though 
any of this stuff could probably change any of these underlying fundamental laws that we may observe. But that of uh, one of I lost my train of thought a little bit, but I can observe that by not aggressing against other human beings that I tend to live a more harmonious life. And, you know, I just do this by default. So, it's not like I'm saying that all human beings are good or putting some underlying moral judgment on it. I'm just saying that that is something that can be observed. Now, you could also observe that there is aggression in the universe. Animals and human beings are very aggressive, depending on the situation and the conditions, uh, sometimes violently so, with human beings uh, a lot of the time violently so, using modern day corporate piracy <laughs> to build the empire of the United States is quite a violent maneuver and there's a massive amount of self-violence and self-hate self-mutilation that goes on psychological illness that's not addressed or just philosophies and worldviews that aren't healthy to hold and in, in, when enacted in the real world actually can lead to destruction and chaos and suffering for other people such as, you know take any one of the head honcho kind of leader, cult-like leaders in the new anarchy, anarchism movement, and you'll see wakes of destruction and broken and torn lives and people harming themselves and other people in their work and using means and all kinds of contradiction through portraying their work and disseminating their work you know, which aren't contradictions for me to do it the way they do it and then say, well, that's bad or something. Because I'm not holding these underlying philosophies and I don't have these, you know, so-called axiomatic beliefs. I've been tearing all these things down and taking it all apart. It doesn't mean I don't have solutions either. It just means it needs to be critiqued. So if you take one of these leaders and look at what they've been up to, or something like uh, Larkin Rose and his uh, girlfriend, wife, uh, Amanda. What's her name? Just go look up the Truth About Larkin Rose video. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, of this video when I get this posted. So, yeah, I've just been observing that people like him will oftentimes have really destructive paths that they're on towards other people. And, you know, using their philosophy to say, well, you know, there's no rulers here, and so it's my freedom to do these things to you, and you allow that to happen, and so, based on the non-aggression principle and everything, I've not aggressed on anyone here, and... I can have your wife, you know, cheat on 
on you with me, says Larkin Rose, and that's just fine. It's your problem. She is free to do whatever she wants. So what, what is the underlying moral principle here? If, if we're just holding to the non-aggression principle, isn't it just fine then? Isn't it just fine to cheat on your husband? Leave him, the man who was taking care of your son. Now, I don't, I don't know the whole story and everything, but I, I just see this repeated pattern of like, the non-aggression principle absolutely not being enough of a moral premise for anything. It's like the very base understanding of uh, spirituality or consciousness for human beings. And we can definitely observe, like I said, that the more harmonious we are to each other and the more peaceful we are in our relationships with other people, that yeah, I think that more freedom occurs and more uh, harmonious prosperity and truth, truth discovery and opening and we can discover a lot more about the universe and ourselves and how things operate if we're not dealing with violence and war, you know, against ourselves or against others. So if, we're, if we've worked through that in ourselves, which I think is the very first place to start, uh, stop aggressing against yourself or you know, as, as a Jungian would term, or you know, of shadow work, or working on those inner demons, rather than uh, ignoring them. I'm going to walk back this way, but I hope, I was walking with the wind, and now I'm going to be walking into the wind. I'll just kind of keep my head this way, because the mic will pick up the wind, so I apologize for that, but I'm going to wrap this up anyway. Uh, yeah, again, non-aggression principle is debatable. It's not something I disagree with as a moral uh, holding or some way that I would operate in the world, but I think it needs an upgrade in the language of what people are actually trying to say. It needs to have a a lot more in-depth analysis of cause and effect and, and of uh, addressing what it, what, it, what it is that we're trying to address as well as heal and grow spiritually as well as figure out how being should what it looks like. What does being look like to you? <laughs> There's an infinite amount of ways to be and be free. Just surmising basic facts or basic principles, so-called, about what not to do um, is really a weak philosophy. And uh, you know what a lot of these movements are based on is is this which doesn't leave uh, any responsibility for freedom. It doesn't leave any <laughs> responsibility to, to the truth, uh, to harmonious relationships and not uh, causing decay and corruption. Uh, you can do a lot of things which don't contribute to freedom at all that are in completely in alignment with the non-aggression principle. You can waste a life 
on drugs, you could you could not do anything when the house is burning down around you. Well, that's uh, that's fine according to the non-aggression principle, right? As long as you're not aggressing on anyone. Let it fucking burn. I said, well, no, I wouldn't do that. Well, no, but your philosophy allows for it. That's the point. It's not a philosophy. It's garbage. It's not in-depth. It's not thought about. It's not... When I've challenged people with these basic arguments, there's no response besides cult-like behavior, fogging the question, uh, you know, getting away from the question. Like I said, providing examples of some thing that happened to this person that justifies it all rather than hearing that I've basically you know destroyed the philosophy doesn't make any sense doesn't mean that I want to aggress against other people see that's the problem that people have is you'll make an argument against something and then they think that you're arguing the opposite no I'm just pointing out contradictions using the logical process, not counting on logic solely. I'm not really coming up with my own philosophy here to provide a replacement. I'm just saying when something can be removed and uh, revised and improved upon, it should be done. That's all. And that's what the Falling Into the Movement Trap series has been about. That's what I'll continue to work on in 2019. And... Right now I'm going to go back and lay down on the beach, and uh, tomorrow's New Year's Day, at some point, either tomorrow or when I get back home, post this video, and uh, look forward to any questions or comments anybody has. Adios amigos.